when he meets the old pro, which is played by Pat Boone, Paul actually uh, thinks he's going to get his golf game fixed. You know, but old pro is, is going to help him with his golf game. He really gets a do-over in life in the end as the old pro uh, you know, really begins to drill down on what are the things that really make you tick that are who you are. That's when we, we begin to see, uh, you know, he's, he, he needs some help. On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Choose to Think inspirational podcast. You're in for a treat today because we have Rick Eldridge on the show, and I want to read his bio and then we'll officially say hello to him. But Rick has more than 35 years. He's he's been in the entertainment business for more than 35 years as a musician, a producer, director and entrepreneur. He makes projects happen. And I want to circle back to that line. I love that line makes projects happen, whether sports programming, live production, animated series series or feature films. Rick has been involved in every facet of creative development and production management in the entertainment industry. He's a graduate of Brevard College with advanced studies at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte, and Full Sail School of Recording Arts. Now, let me go on. He serves on several charitable civic and college university boards. In addition to the Mulligan, That's what we're going to talk about quite a bit today. That's his new movie. His creative projects include The Ultimate Gift, Bobby Jones, Stroke of Genius, Hermie and Friends, Gigi, Running the Sahara, Never Again, and When We Last Spoke. So Rick, welcome to the Choose to Think podcast. We're glad you're here. Oh, it's embarrassing to hear all that. But <laughs> it is. It's it okay. sounds so cool. When I read about the ultimate gift, I thought, oh my goodness, that is what a beautiful movie. What, what year was that? Did that one come out? Boy, that was 08. It's been a while. Oh my lands. Yeah, there I told trilogy of movies. We did Ultimate Gift and then we did Ultimate Life and Ultimate Legacy. So there were three films in that trilogy. And uh, they've continued to play and been very successful. Yeah. Oh, good. I, I I look forward to watching some of the other ones. I've only seen actually The Ultimate Gift. Did watch The Mulligan. And what a treat that was. So let me just give the viewers and the listeners a little bit of a background on The Mulligan. It's an inspiring story about relationships, forgiveness, and second chances. Paul McAllister seems to have it to have it all as a successful businessman, but his life starts to fall apart. Guided by the wisdom and advice of an old golf pro, Paul learns about playing a good game both on and off the course. Based on the popular book, The Mulligan is an inspiring reminder that second chances are only one shot away. Tell us what your involvement was in that movie. In that movie. Well, uh, probably about every level of it. <laughs> We, uh, I, I actually secured the rights from uh, Ken Blanchard, mm-hmm. and Wally Armstrong, who wrote the original book, uh, and then uh, you know, instigated the screenplay, uh, which I did actually with two of my sons and uh, another script consultant. And, um, and then I produced the movie. I, I kind of managed production and then distributed it. So um, 
pretty much been my baby all along, I guess. I, I call it the senior point of blame. If anything goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. When will it actually release? Uh, it releases for home video use on uh, the 16th of August. Okay. We did a limited theatrical back in April and uh, had a fantastic, uh, you know, Fathom event, two-day Fathom event with that. Uh, a lot of great coverage. And uh, we we will be on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, uh, just anywhere you can get DVDs. Uh, the physical product will be at Walmart uh, all on August 16th. Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. Tell tell us, Rick, what was the most challenging aspect of doing this particular movie? Well, that's a great question for this one because we uh, we started the film uh, two years ago, actually three years ago now. But uh, we were in production two weeks away from shooting. The Georgia governor, we were in North Georgia, uh, sends out an edict that says if there are more than ten people in a room working together, you need to disperse. And this was the beginning of COVID. So I looked around and there were 75 of us. And so uh, I just said, guys, you know, I don't know what all of this is about yet, but we got to go home. And so I, we called all of our actors. Uh, we sent 75 people home. We canceled flights and uh, we didn't know uh, what was going to happen, but it was exactly a year later uh, before we able, were able to get everyone back together to go again. So uh, I, I tell people the mulligan actually got a mulligan. <laughs> so, That's right. <laughs> uh, but that was, it was a very difficult time. And, and that whole year was obviously a, a, t a time of change for everyone. And then when we came back into production a year later, we had all of these pro protocols that had been mm -hmm. put into place with COVID. Uh, you know, it's hard enough just to make a movie. And now we've got to to deal with all of this protocol stuff. We had to test over 200 people that were on our, ca our casting crew uh, three times a week. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and it was all about safety and trying to keep distances. And, and yet we were making a movie where you've got to have uh, a lot of close connectivity uh, you know, we, it, it was, a it was something I'd never done before. And, and, and we were kind of learning as we go. So it was a very difficult film to make from that standpoint, but I think everyone, uh, it really brought everybody together too. And we, we worked as a unit and, and, uh, I think seamlessly made that happen without masks showing on screen. So it was pretty good. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. That kind of reminds me of the, that season when I was teaching Spanish in the university classroom face-to-face, -face. I now just teach online, but at that moment, everything had to change. And, yeah. you know, I had to wear a mask and the, the shield. So students couldn't even see my mouth moving. And it, and then I had to stand so far away from them and I couldn't even look down on their paper, like to say, oh, is, you know, they would say, is this right? And it was, it just involved a, such a whole new dynamic, even looking out at the classroom yeah. and students seats apart and scattered in this big yeah. auditorium. And what about partner drills? How do I do those? And oh yeah, I can't imagine what it might be like in that type scenario for, for filming. My goodness. Okay. So that was definitely challenge challenging. What was the most fun aspect of making this movie? Well, uh, we had a, an incredible cast and we, we did have a, a real good uh, just connectivity with each other. And uh, 
you know, we, we were on a, we were in a beautiful area. We were on a golf course a lot of the time. Uh, and, uh, and so it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I'm, I'm a golf nut and, uh, you know, being out in the open fields and the beautiful uh, landscapes that we, we were at Curry club, uh, it, it was a lot of fun. And I, I love the whole production process, uh, the collaboration with, so many people kind of as an army really doing the things that they do best to, to make a story happen. Mm, very good. Well, I, just a little bit more is if we dig deeper into the plot of the movie itself. And one of the lines here says that Paul, the main character, learns about playing a good game both on and off the course. And I'm just going to ask you personally, do you play a good game on and off the course? The course. Uh do my best. Uh, I, I, I do get a few mulligans here and there along the way. Uh, but uh, that it's, it is interesting. Paul is a, is a corporate executive. He, uh, he has a very successful business, uh, you know, on the outside, you know, he, he looks great. He, he's in charge, he's in control, he's confident. And then we learn behind the scenes that there's a lot of stuff going on. And uh, he has a, uh, a, a son that hates him because he's separated from uh, uh, his son's mother, from his wife. And, uh, and there's some things internally within the company going on that even he doesn't know about uh, with people trying to undermine what he's doing. So there's a lot of stuff going on underneath the surface. And, uh, you know, when, when he meets the old pro, which is played by Pat Boone, and Pat, great, uh, did a phenomenal job. He did. Uh, yeah, but uh, Paul actually uh, thinks he's going to get his golf game fixed. You know, but old pro is, is going to help him with his golf game. And uh, he he really gets a do over in life in the end as the old pro uh, you know, really begins to drill down on what are the things that really make you tick that 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 are who you are. And uh, that's when we, we began to see, uh, you know, he's, he, he needs some help. Can you tell everyone exactly what a mulligan actually is in golf terms? A mulligan is a do-over. It's, uh, you know, you, you get up to the tee box and everybody that's ever played golf, uh, it, and, and if you haven't played, you will, if you do, uh, gets a mulligan because you, you, you're going to shank a ball into the woods. You're going to hit a ball into the... Uh, maybe dribble it right off the tee. Maybe you miss the ball altogether, but uh, it's a it's a sec it's a second chance. It's a do over. It's you know, nah, take a mulligan, get another shot. And uh, you know, many times when you're just starting and you're playing with guys that play a lot, like uh, your Saturday morning group or whatever, uh, sometimes they'll call it a breakfast ball. You know, you hit your first shot, and well, I'm not quite loosened up yet. I'm not quite together yet. So I just take a second shot. It's okay. And uh, so that's where a mulligan began, and that's what it is. Uh, it's a second chance. So the analogy that we use for second chances uh, around the game of golf uh, are really what Paul got in his life as, uh, as we see the changes that happened and, and the, the things that the old pro was able to communicate. Mm, so beautifully, too. Yeah. What for some of my listeners now or the viewers, they may be thinking, gosh, I would like a second chance in life. I, I want that mulligan in yeah. my life. What would you tell them? What, what would that all be about? Even in our, in our Christian faith, how do we, how do we get those do-overs? Well, I think, uh, you know, we, we use the analogy in the, uh, in the movie of, of who, the kind of the ultimate, uh, 
you know, mulligan is 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 our life and, and relationship with jesus and uh you know he when you layer that with the message uh of christ which uh in in the movie uh the the old pro does so well pat boone in a very non-threatening uh you know way shares faith shares grace shares you know god's grace and god's salvation to paul and uh, and and that is the ultimate. Uh, you know, God gives us uh, you know a an opportunity to be forgiven for for those sins or mulligans or or opportunity or things that happen in our life that give us the opportunity to have that second chance. And uh, we we really wanted to use this analogy through this story, which is a great dramatic story that that you know, goes through his his life and those around him and the people around him with his son related with his wife relationship his business relationship uh but through it all after hearing all of these words paul actually says you know what i'll think about it and and uh, doesn't quite accept it right then but then through a further you know involvement with his son he he decides to make that decision himself so that's the ultimate mulligan mm, and it was so beautifully done one of my favorite parts in the movie was actually when it was during that relationship building stage, I believe, with mm-hmm. with uh, Pat Boone and and the char- the main character, Paul McAllister, and just out of the blue, they I can't remember the game they were playing, but it was almost like nothing nothing mattered when you shot. Or do you, yeah. do you remember that part? It was like let's just go have fun. All bets yep. off. Let's just have fun. And yeah, that it's was. A- called NATO they called it NATO golf you know uh you know and uh yeah it's uh you know not affected by outcome you know and and uh, that's right, right? yeah Just, which means you hit any shot you want you want to hit again another one hit it again you know? yeah they set their par too right you could could yeah, you set it, your yeah yeah so you, I'd, park, you know on a par three it could be a six you know it <laughs> you think, that's right but uh yeah it was really it was all about just having fun playing golf and you know, we, we do that sometimes when we're playing, we'll have a couple little games that we'll play that really have nothing to do with, you know, shooting par. It just has to do with having fun playing the game. Right. And that's the point I wanted to make. It was that we may rub shoulders with, with folks who aren't believers or who aren't living for Christ. And we never really should underestimate just what a smile might do, what an invitation might do, not to necessarily let's talk the Bible and, you know, did you know this and you're not doing this and, oh, have you thought about this? But instead just to love on people and just to enjoy them and spend time and build that relationship. And we, in essence, are increasing our credibility with them and trustworthiness so I really like that aspect of the movie it was it was really really very good on the choose to think podcast we talk a lot about our thoughts and how it's so important that we choose to think and I wanted to circle back to something I read in your bio Rick Eldridge makes projects happen and I thought I'm going to ask you what are three thoughts that every person must have according to Rick, in order to make things happen. Can you think of three thoughts we really should engage in? Well, I think you have to believe in what you're doing. Uh, and uh, you, you, you have to uh, you know, make sure that, that, that it's something that 
that you can sink your life in, into first, I think. And once you do that, then it's uh, it's having a, a vision or a direction or or a, a way to get it done uh, and, and mapping that out. And then thirdly, I think it's uh, being willing to collaborate and bring people around you that can make you better at what you do, which is really what filmmaking is. And, uh, you know, we, uh, you know, it, and you can use the analogy of sports. I mean, uh, you, 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 you don't just win a, a team game by yourself. Uh, you know, a quarterback has got to have somebody to throw the ball to or, mm-hmm. or to, to hand the ball off to. And uh, he's got to have a, a line that's blocking for him so he doesn't get creamed every, every round. It's, it's all of that. And, and, and it, in our, in our business, it's the same way. It's a collaboration. Um, you could almost mention any skill and there's probably a place for it in in making films. So uh, that's the beauty of it. So I think it's all those things combined uh, mm. really make it happen. Very so, good. Yeah. Very good. And, uh, and just another question about media now and nowadays, why have you kind of just raised the, taken the baton or raised the torch for, for good, wholesome, Christian media. What are you hoping to have happen in the media industry as a result of your work? Well, I, I think for me, you know, I people ask, what kind of movies do you make? And and I don't really have a genre of film, you know, that you know, I just do sports films or I just do dramatic features. But I think the the one thing that does have to happen is I, I want to have a redeeming value and an inspirational message. Hmm. And, you know, we many of our films are, you know, they, they you could almost call them, you know, I've heard people mention it as faith light or there's it's not a, like a evangelical message or, you know, it's not as direct even as the mulligan. Uh, the mulligan was probably as the, the most direct faith message that I've ever put on on a screen. But if you looked at something like The Ultimate Gift right. or the other movies that that, that I've done. Uh, there's a there's a God factor, there's a God value uh, that's built into it, and uh, and and it is there's redeeming value, there's inspiration, and and that's the 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 one criteria for me. Um, you know the the type of film you know, I've I've made everything from animation to sports to dramas to uh, whatever, but uh, documentaries. Uh, but but I think that's the thing that that I think has to be the thread through everything that that I do. Mm, and that kind of gives you a passion for your work as well. I always, I always say that my work is my worship. And when we tap into our calling and our giftings, it makes what we do not not necessarily easy, but we can do those things with with right. some ease or some um, uh, that that desire that that flame is just fanned within us and we we keep going. But then to top that off with with the, the wonderful thought as a Christian that we have a privilege and it, it's the privilege to inspire or the privilege to share the gospel. I, you know, it, it's just the cherry on top, really. So, well, tell everybody, Rick, where, where they can reach out to you. You mentioned the movie again, but can we, can we see a trailer now or is there something, yes. some place we can go? Yes, go to themulliganmovie.com. Uh, or go to the Mulligan movie on Facebook uh, or Instagram, uh, anywhere uh, that, that you usually go. And uh, if you uh, type in the Mulligan movie, you can get to us and 
there's trailers, there's behind the scenes. Uh, our website has a lot of the making of the movie. A lot of people are interested in that. And we talked a little bit about that and, and uh, what had to happen behind the scenes, especially with the unique issues we had to deal with, with, mm. with COVID and the protocols. Uh, you know, we did a daily uh, kind of report, two, three minute little short uh, of everything that happened throughout the making of the movie. So there's a lot of stuff, a lot of rich stuff on the website to check out. And you'll see information about the release and, and about all new things coming too. So uh, that's the best place to get information. That's wonderful. And I'll be sure to put all the links in the, in the show notes and the YouTube description of the video. So listen, we thank you so much for the the work. I can see how God has shown his favor upon you and, and your, your work, your ministry, and just so grateful that I can sit down at the screen and watch a movie that is uplifting, inspiring, and that increases my Christian faith. So I just love it. And I applaud you for what you do. So thank you for being on the show. Well, it's an honor to do that. And thank you for helping us get the word out about it. Uh, uh, we hope that uh, August 16th, is an exciting day. It's a wrap, Brain Changer. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao.